Blog Talk Radio. What's the name? 
Present TNT on BTR with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Grab in wrestling fans and get ready, because it's TNT and it's dynamite. to another loaded edition, a proud Rampage production presentation, an Evolution Radio Network exclusive. This is Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil live and exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. And I am Sadistic Sean David. I'd like to welcome you into the program here this evening. And I am always joined by my two lovely co-hosts. And they are, well, you know what? I'm going to do this. Ah, not, not, you just be quiet. Just yeah, be, be quiet. Because I want to do it right tonight. Yeah. Ooh. From the Death Valley region of Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, weighing in at 235 pounds, he is the SOA. Uh, what do they call that championship? You still got that belt, buddy. Yeah, I'm still he is the Sultan of Slither. Sin. And we are also joined. We are also joined by, if I can spell in my sound. You know, I uh, I have to remember that we called you something else.
end, folks. So this show is not going to be a bag of dicks. We'll never be a bag of dicks. I will never allow it to be a bag of dicks. Me. I'm Keanu Katie. And that's actually funny considering one of the original founding members of this podcast is a gay man. So she's not going to allow yeah. me to get into a bag of dicks on this podcast. No <laughs> she didn't bag. But she didn't no say bag. anything about a blowjob. We'll just make that point abundantly clear yeah. right now. You see, you see, he, he gets paid with a hot dog and a Hummer. Hot dog and a Hummer. Well, hot dog and a Hummer. Um, <laughs> we are going to be talking about a lot tonight. I want to give everybody an update on Wrestling Authority Radio. Sin and Ooh. I spent the better part of the day trying to line up a guest for tonight. It could not happen. Um, anybody that knows anything about what's going on with my personal life understands that between now and probably uh, the the – I'd say second uh, Thursday in September, I'm going to be extremely busy. I'm getting ready to move. I am going to Palm Springs, California, and I've actually got an event right after I get there that I'll be doing with the Glow Girls. Um, So I'm excited to meet Gremlina and see um, Royal Hawaiian again and finally get to meet Miss Roxy Astor in person. Um, It's going to be a lot, um, but um, so I've been busy. We're going to... We're we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be working on landing some more guests, and uh, look, uh, Sin and I have sat down over the course of the, the pretty much the entire weekend through now, um, going over our contacts, our black book. I need to get a hold of Steve Kane's late wife. Um, she's got not access. Hard. To, uh, That's not I know hard. this. All you have to do. I know. Hi Sheila. That's all you. Have to I do. know. Hi Sheila. Well, how you doing, like Sheila? To- I'd like to see about getting uh, with Finn maybe some time that he's got off work and giving him some gas money and making a trip up there to uh, write down, go up there and write down the phone numbers and, and look and see what's in his black book because uh, there's a lot of those contacts. People don't understand this. At one point before I changed computers, I had a black book, and that black yeah. book consisted of not only names that I have met and worked with over the years, but doing this podcast, it'll be our nine-year anniversary in October there's a lot of contacts that were made through doing these podcasts. I don't have all those contacts anymore. My brother was the original booker of this program, uh, and somebody's got some background noise. If we can find a way to curb that, that'd be great. Um, hey, can, I, can, I can do something about it. Um, so, um, you know, the thing about it is this. My, my brother had another Facebook account that had a lot of names on it, um, his lovely ex-wife got into it and it's gone. So there are contacts that he's, he even has to, to back in the inception of this program that I don't even have the right information for anymore. So over the course of everything that's going on, Sin and I are going to be sitting down. We're going to be revising that list. Katie is going to get, be giving us her list that uh, Sin and I will look over and get the guests back on here. That are still alive. You always had your list. You always told Steve and I, you always told the old man and I, make sure you write them down because I want so and so back on the program and make it happen soon. Yeah, well, that's why I say you put that on my wish list. Thank you very much. And that means you write it down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I I don't got shit, people. I got nothing. The boys got everything. I will tell you um, that Sin and I have also been going over a lot of old footage. He's getting ready to post the next round of Wicked Wrestling Alliance. There's going to be some stuff on there um, 
from RWF days. There's going to be some stuff in there that I have rights to of other places that I've worked because I paid the camera guy to film it. Um, you're going to be probably seeing maybe some of Nick H's stuff. There's other videographers. This is an open shout out to any videographer, any, anybody out there with footage in the Illinois Valley, in Illinois, in Wisconsin, the Midwest, wherever you are. As long as you're willing to uh, uh, allow Sin to obtain it and, and get it, him the footage, he has oh, means to air it. I have means to air it, and I'll also promote your up-and-coming events. Yes, and that will tie right back in with this program because we are going to be uh, doing the return of the Indie Spotlight. Anybody, When we do war, because we're going to be doing this every other week, when we do this, the door is open. Uh, uh, Steve and I created this along with my brother. We wanted to open the program, give the first up to 30 minutes to a promotion with an event that weekend. It didn't matter in the country where they were or in the world. We just wanted to hear no. about it. We want to give you that platform. Yeah. There is mm-hmm. going to be a lot of work between uh, the time that I get moved in the end of the year that Sin and I are going to be doing on this program uh, even with some with Katie, we we kind of let Katie lack. She's she's our warrior. She deserves a break um, after exactly. all the hell she's been through. Break, um, break is done. Break is over. Uh, uh, um, we're going to be making <laughs> so, contact. So, hey, uh, I was about to say we're talking about contact. So let's talk about wrestling angles. Come on now. <laughs> well, we're going to get there. I just yeah. want to give everybody a, a, a real good update. So that's yeah. kind of what's going on. Our anniversary, I will remind everybody, nine-year anniversary. We did not do anniversary last year. It's kind of my fault. Um, It will be in October. It will be October 5th and 6th. Now, um, the 5th, we're going to be kind of mapping this out. It's tentative to changes because we don't want to be on at the same time as AEW. I don't mind coming on and doing the 6.30 to 9.30 Central Standard Time or not 9.30, 6.30 to 8.30 uh, time slot on Wednesdays after I get moved because it's going to be early for me out there, so it'll actually work out to an advantage. Um, but there will be two nights of anniversary again. We're going to load up these guests. We're going to get people to call in that haven't. Um, and I would say that at least one of those nights will fall under the Bill After Rule. Katie, would you like to explain the Bill After Rule, please? The Bill After Rule means you're allowed to say the word shit you may have an F-bomb, but don't overly swear because the man will leave. It's like going to your grandma's house. Watch your mouth. <coughs> yes, uh, there has been times that he's called, been slated to call into this program, been listening, heard somebody cuss, and never called in. Uh, we don't want ha- that to happen. It's, it's not, it's not that, that he, he doesn't mind if you cuss. He doesn't want it overly. He, don't, he doesn't want to fuck that he fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay? Right. He, he just doesn't, doesn't want it. Like, I mean, um, if, you, if you want to throw around the word shit every once in a while, that's fine, but we reserve F-bombs. We don't do F-bombs around the Bill. No. Well, not why the perfect Nugent Knox? Yeah. It's like my <laughs> those mom... Are, those are appropriate. It's, it's like my mom would say. She said this to a woman that she works with uh, up at where she works, and she looked at the, the people that, she, uh, that, that we're dealing with, and she looked at this lady, and she goes, these people are uh, knucking fucks. And the lady had to kind of look at her sideways for a minute. And she's like, oh, that's great. I haven't heard that one. Well. Oh, that's old. It, yes, it knuckin is. Knucking fucks is, like, only. Like, fuck nothing. Uh, 
So there's a lot going on in in the land of professional wrestling. We're going to bring you yep. take of it here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Um, because I want to start with something that um, we need. We haven't really spent a lot of time on because we didn't know uh, kind of how this was going to be. The last match for Ric Flair has been announced. And, and guys, yeah. I got to play this clip. I mean, this is, this is pretty sick. If it'll play. Play. All right. Jim Crockett Jim Crockett Promotions is returning. The guy has evidently gotten the rights to it. I agree with this decision because at the end of the day, and I've always said this and even the old man Steve Kane said this. Vince got the rights to names that could be rebranded. Um, let's take for instance here. There is another re-branded. generation. Of, there is another generation of the Von Erichs out now, but because Vince owns the name uh, World Class Championship Wrestling, because he trademarked it when he bought the library, they can't use that name. That's family history. Um, the same way if Paul Heyman were to leave WWE tomorrow, he could not rebirth ECW. The same wow. way um, if, if Eric okay, Bischoff – Hold question, on. Hold on. Can, 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 just, hold that, just, just one more. Just let me say this. If, no. Eric, if Eric Bischoff wanted to relaunch WCW, he couldn't do it because Vince has the name. If, well, what if, if – if, if they change the motherfucking name, they can do it. Because yes. ECW can be something else easily, but a, a brand like WCW, renaming that, no. No. If, People would uh, be, uh, you'd have to come up if, with something entirely different. If, if the grandson of Bill Watts wanted to run, um, Sin, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're talking Mid-South with Bill Watts? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, so... Um, if the grandson of Vern Gagne or the great grandson of Vern Gagne wanted to run under the Gagne. AWA banner, yeah. it's not an option because really? Vince has that like, name. You know, oh, you know what's left of the Von Erichs? Yeah. They live in Hawaii, though. Right. I mean, the only way that would really go over well if they started something called Von Erich Wrestling and moved back to Texas. Um, <laughs> you know? I d- I don't know that I uh, would agree with the the one guy, the their father, but that tag team is. Oh a hell no, of a he tag can't team. go anymore. Yeah, he can't go anymore. So. Well, it's not even that. If you if you've been listening, there is a new podcast that is out by Jeff Jarrett, and if you've been listening to any oh. of that about when his father Jerry Jarrett, a former guest of this program, bought WCCW, uh, you quickly learn. I, I believe Kevin Eric Von Eric is the one that's still alive, and he's the one that had the messed up dynamic, like. Here, here, Jerry, Jerry, come by our wrestling company and then turn it around. And once you turn it around, we get to have it back from you after you paid us for it kind of thing. Um, it doesn't work that way. A sale in business doesn't work that way, um, which is why Jarrett pulled out of there. Um, but speaking of Jarrett, this is kind of where we were going. Ric Flair is going to be wrestling mm-hmm. his last match. This is an all-star card. And uh, you know what? They're not even paying me to put this over. Although I, uh, 
I have had email correspondence with um, uh, Mr. Conrad Thompson's office about some business matters. Here is your official lineup for StarCast 5. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be the biggest weekend in Nashville, Tennessee, leading up to SummerSlam that you're ever going to see. Friday night. StarCast, the 29th of July. It all starts with Black Label Pro presents The Gang Crosses the Line, 5 to 8 p.m. Then, at 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., the roast of Ric Flair. Oh. Shit. From 10.30 p.m. <laughs> From 10.30 p.m. to 1 a.m., this is any and rotten move here, GCW presents The People versus GCW. Oh my! Oh boy! Um, th- this I would actually do, and Katie, I think you would too. From ten thirty to one a.m., competing <laughs> with GCW's card. If you're if you're wanting to have a drink and kick back, this is the best thing that I could think of doing. And uh, trust me, that Steve Kane, my brother, and I have always tried to get this guy on the podcast. But anyway, ten thirty p.m. to one a.m. in Nashville, Tennessee, Friday the twenty ninth. You can do karaoke with Father James Mitchell. Oh, oh, that would be fun. Underworld karaoke. Underworld karaoke. Underworld karaoke. Think about it. Under the world. Yeah. Just say it again. Underworld. (laughs) We got it. Yeah. That'd be cool because because Rosemary is the heir apparent and she can show up anytime she bloody well feels like this. So, yeah. That'd be cool. Your convention floor opens at 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., but other events are happening that day. The Major Wrestling Figure Podcast from 9 a.m. to 10.15. Now, I was telling Sin earlier today, and I can't find the picture. When I find it again, I will share it with Katie and and Sin. But uh, Mm -hmm. out of San Diego Comic-Con, there has been some new WWE toys released, and we were talking about WCW, and we're talking about Ric Flair. There is going to be a new entrance set that you can buy. It's going to probably be a more expensive piece, but it's going to be the classic WCW Nitro entranceway. I'm talking with the WCW in the steel and, and just the beautiful entranceway that later uh, led to Vince getting the, tit- the actual Titantron that we have kind of grown accustomed to these days. Um, so there's, there's going to be some interesting stuff with that. Um, Insight with Chris Van I don't know your last name We're just going to call you Chris Van 10.45 to 12pm At 12.30 to 1.45 You have the 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 sessions With Renee The wife Or the supposed wife of John Moxley And it looks It looks like she's going to be uh, interviewing a former WWE guy. Y'all ready for this? Yeah. She's going to be be interviewing Brian Danielson. Oh. Yeah. They got to be pretty close friends. They'll do anything for Mark. All right. New Japan Pro Wrestling is coming to Nashville, Tennessee, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Music City Mayhem. Um, as a part of this huge star-studded StarCast 5 presented by Conrad Thompson. He, do, he does a good job on this. They get a lot of good sponsors. 
Um, this is going to be interesting. Uh, this would be one that we'd have to pull Sin out of, Katie, because he'd have tons of questions, and he'd just sit there like oh. a kid in a candy store. Oh, doll. And is it I think he would. Age? No, I think I, I think I think Katie hey. being Canadian, we would have to pull her away too. It's thirty years later with Brett the Hitman Hart from four PM to five fifteen PM. Nice. I don't mind Brett. I don't uh, mind Brett. Brett's not my Brett, favorite. Brett's Brett not my was favorite. my favorite for a while, but when I got in the business and I saw him not wanting to do business by dropping the strap, uh, I gotta admit I, I I didn't care for him doing that. But you know, that's in the past. So, you know, he was a great worker in the ring. Nobody can deny that. And he's, great outside the, he's a nice guy outside the ring, too. So. Yeah, he's good with fans. Uh, they will be closed for SummerSlam, which I believe is the third. Uh, the, the, I don't have the exact date on that, but I know that's not the next weekend during this, too. Um, then they reopen at 11.30 p.m. It's the official StarCast 5 after party from 11.30 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. And you can party with oh, yeah. the nature boy himself, baby. All right, then we have another loaded day on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, your convention floors will open again at 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. 9 a.m. to 10.15, you're going to hear a live Foley is pod with Mick Foley. This is the one that, Katie, uh, we, we would have to pull you away from. Why? Because it's Soraya, a.k.a. formerly known as Paige, in her First, uh, actually, I believe this is her. No, I I get them confused, but we'll talk about that in a minute. It is, going to be Paige, it is going to be Paige in her first turning the page live from 1045 to noon. That'd be interesting to watch. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be really, yeah. I love her voice. Then you get a... A live click this with Kevin Nash between 12:30 and 1:45. Then at 2:15, 2:15, really? and everybody. Big, hold on, hold on, big sexy, really. Don't tell my yeah. mother that. I met him. Big, He's tall. Big sexy, big sex Kevin Nash. Ooh, uh, seven foot, seven feet of yummy, yum, yum, yum. Yeah. And what is it? Five moves of doom. He only knows how to do five moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm tall, I'm big, and I can do five moves. Yeah, yeah, like Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan can actually wrestle in Japan. You know that? Yeah, he can actually wrestle. Kevin can't, though. Kevin's had bad news from basketball. Oh, forever. All right. 2.15 to 3.30 on Sunday. This is the question on everybody's mind for this man. What's next with Johnny Gargano? What is no. next for Johnny Wrestling? And oh, then, and then, give me a good and then, Katie. And, and then. The Extreme <laughs> then. Life of Matt Hardy from 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. That'd be cool. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. What? Matt Hardy. We'll talk to I know, I know. Well, I mean, some wives are really nice, like, Terry Funk has a wonderful wife. Um, some, not 
so good. I'm not going to name names on that, but it just seems weird to book a wife as a talent to talk about her husband. <laughs> All right, and yeah. this is your yeah. This that's, is your, that's like yeah. That's like the time when uh, Subby's wife came instead of him. Yeah. I told him about that. All right. July 31st at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. It is going to be Ric Flair's last match, and we have a star-studded card from Jim Crockett Promotions. Wow. Representing the Rock and Roll Express, it'll be Carrie and Ricky Morton with Robert Gibson taking on representing the Four Horsemen. Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson with Arn oh. Anderson. Very nice. I love Arn. Very nice. Everybody knows it. I love Arn. Then yeah, this match is being pre- this is being presented by Impact Wrestling. It's the Dream Tag Rematch. It'll be the Wolves, Davy Richards, and Eddie Edwards taking on the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban. Ooh. Okay, I'm signed on. Oh that. yeah, that'd that, be that's cool. a good one. That'll be a good one. That'll be really good. The stars of AAA will be represented in Nashville, Tennessee at Ric Flair's last match supercard. It'll be Ray Phoenix versus Black Toru versus Laredo Kid versus Bandito. That cool. sounds awesome. I haven't seen Black Toru in a while. It's been a while. I haven't seen Crazy Steve in a while either. But, yeah. Oh. Y'all ready for this? It will it, if yeah. he remains the champion up until this point, it will be the Impact World Champion Josh Alexander taking on the newcomer to Impact Wrestling. I believe they might have signed him away from MLW. This is one of Steve Kane's favorites out of MLW, Jacob Fatu. Oh, As in the Fatu family? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like that whole Samoan <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, then we we have an Impact Knockout Championship match. It'll be Rachel Elrain versus Jordan Grace versus Deanna Perrazzo. That's going to be a match and a half. We have some uh, representation out of MLW Major League Wrestling. It'll be Killer, Call- Bleh. Killer Cross with Scarlet. <laughs> Against Harry Smith, the uh, British Bulldog of this day and age. <laughs> the current British Bulldog. That's correct. Not to, You're be confused get some... with the, not to be confused with the one that got injured in a WCW ring. Well, that I mean, Rudy's he's in clear. relation to, you know, <laughs> he's relation to him, but uh, yeah, yeah, you're going to yeah. You're going to see Ring of, uh, New Japan represented on this as well. Clark Connors is going to take on Ren Narita. I don't know that I'd want to try saying don't don't make me do it, Katie. Do it. Can't, I, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam, then Sam, him pronouncing Japanese names is just yeah. I love it. <laughs> you imagine if the wrestlers heard him say his name. They'd be like, what the hell is he doing? (laughs) This is going to be one hell of a tag team match. And to me, this is a dream match. It's going to be Marshall and Ross, the Von Erichs versus Dem Boys, the Briscoes at Ric Flair's last match's Supercard. I love Dem Boys. 
and then your your main event, and this this is uh, kind of big, folks. Ric Flair's last match. Okay. And Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Boy, that was good. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it's going to be Ric Flair teaming with Andrade El Idolo to take on the team of Jay Lethal. And it couldn't be in Nashville, Tennessee without this man. Jeff Jarrett, slap nuts. Double J. Double R. Double D, Jeff Jarrett. Do you think Jarrett will go for the figure four on Flair? Maybe. I'd want to see that spot. I'm calling it. I want to see it. Have Rick reverse it or something. That'd be great. And the reason is that they're not giving Rick Flair an NWA title run or title match is because he's tied with John Cena currently for the most championship reigns at all times of all time. Oh. So they don't really want to, um, you know, they don't want to bury a Cena, and I don't think Flair wants to bury a Cena. So you can't see that match. Yep. Damn you, John. Do it. Damn you, John. Damn it. But this will be on pay-per-view from Fight TV. This this it would be worth the money. You know I, what I think winning a lot of titles is? Pinning your opponent fast. Losing them as quickly as possible so you can win them back. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. That's how John I... did it? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we were talking about this big next weekend, and we've got to do this and do this right. We are not going to break down everything that has happened in the land of WWE. I am going to read the card no. for SummerSlam and kind of try to make sense of what's going on. Obviously, Compared to what we've seen, yeah. Obviously, we know... That they're doing, from what somebody said, and I read this article and I meant to share this with Sin and Katie, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are in a best of seven series that they've spanned over the years. Yep. Yeah, yeah, this is the, you know, final, you know, stay down for a 10 count kind of thing. And that angle, I mean, technically those guys started working, what, WrestleMania, whatever, like years ago. Correct. I mean, for Roman, I mean, he was still pretty young the first time he worked for uh-huh. I mean, you even think back to Seth Rollins' cash-in, that was the main event. And then after that, they made it in WrestleMania again, too. Um, so you're, that's going to be one of your main events, Roman Brock, last man standing. It's going to be good. That It should be. I, you know, I, I, I would not be... I would not be sad if Theory actually did successfully cash in. Because it would be, both guys both guys want to be part timers. Put the time it would on be a good way. to work. Exactly. Uh you're gonna see Pat McAfee against Happy Corbin. Well, <laughs> hopefully they'll put Pat over. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I only say this. Okay, I've been an, a, a fan of National Football League. Uh well, I'm dating myself here. How about I say just what age I was? I was five years old when I started watching football religiously. And Pat McAfee, in my opinion, is the greatest punter ever to 
<laughs> I love watching that guy. Mm-hmm. Me too. All right. Then you're going to get Bobby Lashley against Theory for the United States Championship. Are you, are you, yeah. Are, how they? I mean, do they have Theory lose to him and then cash in at the end of the night so he has a good opponent right off the bat? You know, like oh. Lashley should have a title shot. That's what I was kind of hoping would happen. Well, Double J is working two big events in two days. It'll be the Usos, Jimmy and Jay against the Street Profits for the Tag Team Championships with Double J as the special guest referee. Mm-hmm. Slapness as the guest referee. <laughs> yep. I want him to make a shirt to counter Miz's current Hi, my name is my massive balls or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be I will be happy if some if the heel does something wrong. And he, and he tells him to, yeah, I want to hear Go him ahead. say, I want to hear him say, "Stop it, slap nut and slap me in the nuts really quick." Well, sure. I was gonna say, Jared, Jared should come out with a new shirt to counter Mrs. shirt mm. that says, "My slap nuts totally, are bigger than the Mrs." And then totally yeah. not top him. Give him a serious nut top. That's what I'm saying. You got to sack tap him afterwards. Give me yeah, old, the old slap nut. You're gonna yeah, see Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. Riddle That'll and Rollins, really good. Match. That'll be a good match. Oh uh, yeah. I'll watch. You're that. gonna see they debuting Logan Paul against the Miz. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> Paul's athletic. Paul's athletic. I'll give it to him. He might. You know, how old is he? Does anybody know? Is, is uh, he yet? Hold on. You're making me because fire up the Google say, machine. He has enough years. He's, he's 27. He's, he's 27. He's only 27. I have jeans yeah, that are older than him. I have jeans and t-shirts that are older than him, okay? I was going to say something else, but I'll I'll keep my comment to myself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good boy. ba done. Hey. All right. You are going to see one good women's match on this thing, and you're going to see one that's going to be awful. We'll get into the reasons of that here in a minute. Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's title. And I am not going to announce the SmackDown Women's title match until we go into this, because you know what? I have to call it like this, and because I'm saving the other clip for hour two, which man, we're flying by here tonight, and I like it. Is we're it, talking about a lot. Is it uh, what I talked to you Correct. about previously? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes.
you ain't gonna cling to me. Sorry, play good songs, man. Dude, that them. would be a great entrance song for somebody. Um, you know what? I feel really bad for Natty Nightheart. I feel extremely bad for her. Oh, honey, let me tell you, I am going to dish this tea. I'm getting ready to dish this tea. I hope you all sit out at the table because I'm about to I try to to like her. I don't don't diss her. I try to like her, but man. Um, It's not even about liking her. It's about the situation they have put poor Natty Nightheart in with Miss Liv Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm assuming it's okay to bring up the finger shake. Yep. So, yes, okay. I'm. Okay. I'm going to let you lead on this, and then I will step in based on my evaluation of what I saw. Okay, basically, basically, um, at a house show, somebody's got it on tape because, well, on their camera or whatever they brought phone. Mm-hmm. Um, after Natty takes the finisher from Liv. She she gets up rather quickly and kind of points a finger on at her, not the middle finger, the pointer finger, and the Hogan finger. Yeah, the Hogan finger, and said something, and uh, it was kind of like a I don't want a job for you anymore, kind of uh-huh. finger. You know what I mean? Like I'm sick of this crap. And probably sick, probably sick of job and period. And then when they wrestled. On SmackDown, if you dissect that match, oh my God, Liv kept rushing spots and just making mistakes, and Natty had to just keep cleaning up and cleaning up and being the vet. And I know there's a point to that, but I mean, you shouldn't have to carry a champion like that. No, if you're no. if you're if you're called a champion, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to work so hard to, to make them look good. Well, you know? just because Vince calls her the champion doesn't mean she should be the champion. And that's nothing against Liv Morgan, uh-huh. you know. She, she's she's doing her best. She's working hard. <coughs> but, uh, you know, just watching that match on Thursday, I just got the realization that maybe they should have waited on pulling the trigger. You know, get, get her some mat- more matches with good wrestlers. I know she's been doing it for what? How long has she been in WWE now? Three, four years more? Yeah. The right Three, squad. four years. Yeah. And she came in, and both girls she came in with, Sarah Logan, a former former uh, regular on this uh, podcast, and yeah. Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot, Ruby Soho, whatever you want to call her. They're both gone. What things? Sarah's a mommy, and yeah, Ruby yeah. Riot. Ruby, I, I, excuse me. Ruby, still, Ruby Soho is amazing. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out why she's got a belt and Ruby Soho doesn't. I, I, I don't understand this. <laughs> Thank you. I've always wondered that. They always did that. Once Ruby went and got herself injured, I noticed that she fell. Do you know what I mean? Like, you didn't really yeah, they, do anything they, with her afterwards. I so, mean, they could have done something. They, and she got in, she, she, yeah, she was out for injury and whatnot, but they didn't bring her back right. No, they as, didn't. And she Jim failed. Cor- she failed. As, as Jim Cornette has reported, they are making Natty Nightheart train some of these divas on the road. And mm-hmm. that's when it gets dangerous. Yeah, that is extremely dangerous. I have learned. Well, if, Natty, I was Natty, if I was Natty, I wouldn't leave my feet too much unless I'm controlling the ball. That's all I'm saying. It, 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 it was hard to watch. Uh, there was the one bump sin that you and I talked about where 
that he's clearly not in the right placement to to take any more shots at this point and having yeah. to bump out of it and cover her face. Yeah, she she was actually she got bumped. She was getting back up to feed, and Liv Morgan rushed it and jumped and kicked her when she was still on her knees with a drop kick. And she drop kicked her. She was on her knees. She drop kicked her in her boobs and her stomach. Mm-hmm. And she still managed somehow to somehow get a half ass back bump out of it, and then cover her head because the drop kick was supposed to be to the head, and it yeah. was. It was it was bad. And uh, can I ask a question? This one falls mm-hmm. on Natty as much as her. Okay, the apron's the hardest part of the ring, as we've been told a million times. And it is, as a wrestler, of course it is. Um, how is that going to make a sharpshooter any more devastating? I know. Why would you try to apply the sharpshooter on the apron? It's just going to be a five-count ring break. I don't I, I don't understand that part of the match. <laughs> I just don't get it. Things that maybe make we're you not, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things that make you go. Maybe again, and I say this often, maybe we're not meant to understand. Yes. I don't know what why they thought a sharpshooter on the apron would be a cool thing. <laughs> I don't I don't no, see how not. it makes the move any more devastating. You know, like when Brett was smart and he'd like put on the figure four on the turn post. Okay, that makes sense. That looks like. And then you got. What about Rosemary? Light. Rosemary doing her upside down on the ropes. Oh Red yeah, no, or Tajiri, or Tajiri oh. with the tarantula. Yeah, I love I mean. the tarantula. That was such an innovative move. Mm-hmm. Um. So the match that they are giving Miss Liv Morgan is against Ronda Rousey, and it's, this is no offense mm. to Ronda, but Ronda is not going to be able to carry this girl. I don't no. know if Natty Nightheart can't carry this girl. Ronda Rousey sure yeah. fucking yeah. going to be able to carry it. I'm going to have and to agree some, with you. There were some weird spots too because the size differential, you know, and oh. you know you can be a good wrestler no matter your size. Oh. But <clears throat> you got to do things that make sense. The first singles match I ever had, um, Tim and I rewatched the match afterwards. He said, you did everything right, but you shouldn't have snapped Mayor Jonas the Giant. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, look at how big he is. It's an unbelievable move for you to stamp Mayor. Um, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, didn't live shoulder block Natty and Bumper? Mm-hmm. I, I, I do believe she did. It, I believe yeah, so. It, it just doesn't look right. I mean, um, and if she gets there with Rhonda and Rhonda's pounding yeah. on her, I, I don't understand how there's – I just don't understand how Liv gets I, in the offense and against Rhonda. I, I, don't, I don't get it either. She's like – she's the size of your pinky toe. Okay, <laughs> But Alexa Bliss can pull it off because she knows how to cute. work. Yeah. Alexa Bliss is what? 100, 110 pounds, whatever, and five foot mm-hmm. tall, probably not even 100 pounds, and she was a fine champion. Same with me. I'm, I'm five foot one and a half, 100, 120 pounds, and anywhere from 120 to 129. And if I were a wrestler, I'd be able to work it. I, I'd love to be bumping. I'd love to be running the ropes. I would. I, me and my ADHD, damn right. Give me some coffee. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess we got to call out Liv Morgan this week. Uh, 
uh, step it up at the pay-per-view. Make us a believer. Make us all believers, Liv. Please, prove me wrong. <laughs> Please, do. So, the other title match that you said would be a good one, are they are they trying to do a best-of-seven match, too? Because they wrestle each other a lot. <laughs> Bianca and uh, Becky. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 getting to the point where you just feel like Becky has no chance to win the title because she just keeps losing to her now. Mm-hmm. You know, they they, they got to do something. I mean, what do they it's do like, when, when you what? Like, what do they do when they walk through Gorilla and they say, "Lie down." They, seriously, you walk through to Gorilla, look up at him, and say, "Lie down," and they're like, "Okay, boss," and through the curtain they go. You know, is that how things work? Is that how things work now? Lie down. He is taking interviews to see what. Never mind. I'm going to leave that wait, comment. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. He only say tells it. you to lie down if he's going to make a deal with you later to give you a couple million dollars to not talk about lying down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I'd require the whole 12 mil. The whole 12 mil. <laughs> and, 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 that's, and that's just to see one, of my, one cheek on my fishy. That's it. You get nothing else. Maybe an ankle. <laughs> well, if he gives me a million dollars, I'll look at his penis, but nothing else. <laughs> uh, yeah, just I'm only looking at it. That's it. I'm just look I'm at the size of that shriveled grapefruits. <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean would be like, "Can I touch it?" <laughs> <laughs> I would actually. I'd take the picture and be like, "Sean, smile." No, what the, no. Sean no. wants I to would... touch the big dog dong. I would be uh, Gabriel Iglesias after the crocodile hunter died, did an impression of him. And he's like, hey, look over there. There's a rattlesnake or a king cobra, the world's deadliest snake in the world. I'm going to pick it up. (laughs) I'm going to pick it up. (laughs) And then he told this joke about how you should have sent him over to Al-Qaeda or Iraq to fight the Al-Qaeda. Hey, look over there. It's the Al-Qaeda. One touch of a button and I'm dead. I'm going to poke him with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> and then, could you imagine the, the Al-Qaeda? The probably work. They'd try to be confused. Like, what is this guy doing? Especially if he goes cranky and he's in tan pants and walking cranky. towards them with a camera through you. <laughs> Cranky, what the hell is a cranky? Cranky, cranky, cranky's like, cranky oh my god, indeed. cranky. I miss, I, I do, I miss the crocodile hunter. You know, yeah, I, I, I he, really. He'd be fucking, he'd be fucking with the wildest, most dangerous creature in the whole entire world. He's like, you're all right, boy, you're all right, and he, and, then, and then he touches it, and he's fine, yeah. he doesn't die. And I, I but then he gets killed die. by the most ridiculous <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Something that I never been, kills he anybody. Must he must have been pissed off, man. I would have been pissed off. He had to right. pissed off to pull the to pull the spear out of his chest, right? So that so, was stupid. He would have left that is, that is going to be Summer Slam, the summer, summer of the slant. And then your next pay per view is going to summer be on slam. September third. Okay. 
And looking at this promotional poster, you have Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. You have Seth freaking Rollins, Bianca Belair, Edge. I see Cody Rhodes. Who is that, Becky? I well, that boggles the question. I didn't even notice that until now. But the name of this event, it's going to be in Wales. Clash at the Castle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just recently, out of nowhere, started talking about that. Did you notice that? Yep. Like, they, like just just came up. They didn't talk about it at all, and then they just wouldn't stop talking about it. This is where you should end the Best of Salden series. If it's live from a castle, it's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. In a moat match. A moat In a match. Moat. A moat. You're joking, right? No! They're two fucking gargantuans. You've got them in a casket. Or cast. Ha! Cast. <laughs> you need help. You need help. <laughs> in a castle. Sorry. Um, that that was hilarious. That's like the the one time I was a teenager. Um, I looked at my mom and I'm like, "Hey, I need you to pimp my popple." She's like, "You want to run that by me again?" <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, just one more time. One more time. Uh, um, Clash of the Castle. It's gonna. It should be a moat match. This yeah, this is so- like. Okay, I have to say it from my very most most very 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 favorite movie in the whole entire world, The Princess Bride. Have fun storming the castle. What a great movie. <laughs> uh, it, go, it goes Princess Bride, Xanadu, Greece. And of course, Xanadu, Roadhouse. That, that's yeah. And of course, yeah, I'm old. And of course, Roadhouse. Got to watch some Roadhouse. 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 Yeah. I want to do commentary so when somebody does a roundhouse kick, I can be like, roundhouse wow. kick. You're going to have to tell Razzo that one So if you guys dub over some commentary For Wicked he can do it And then I would be sitting here watching it And like laugh so hard I pee myself It'd be like like Cartman where you lactate out of your nose (laughs) Oh my god You milk commodities <laughs> uh, your next pay per view after that will be October eighth. It'll be WWE Extreme Rules. Uh, they have switched the Extreme Rules and uh, Hell in a Cell pay per view. We don't get Hell in a Cell in October anymore. We get ex- Extreme Rules. I would rather have Hell in October. Uh, you have given Halloween Havoc to uh, NXT, and you can't have Doubles Night because WWE still owns the rights to that. But nice try, man. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, I'll make a reference to one of my favorite movies where I got the name for Devil's Night. Does anybody know? Where uh, I got the name for it? It's a movie. Oh, uh, oh, um, Dance the with the Devil. The Crow. Oh. The Crow the takes crow. place. They kill him. They, yeah, it takes place on Devil's Night. Yeah, the, you're the right. Night before you're Halloween. Right. The night before Halloween, Halloween Eve's Eve, or what? Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother used to have this weird joke for it, and I can't remember it, so I'm not going to try. Your next event after that will be November 5th. They are going back to Saudi Arabia for Crown Oh, Jewel. right on. Please don't bring back any 
60 plus year old wrestlers for that. We are going to bring. I don't want. Gonna... I don't want to see DX. <laughs> no, me neither. I... I'm done. I'm over it. I'm booking the, for that event. I am booking the hologram of Jonas the Giant against Andre the Giant for the first time ever. <laughs> hey, hey. Well, actually, it would be funny, and this is no disrespect to Jonas, just hear me out now. If you've heard the stories about how much Andre was able to drink, and you have met Jonas to know how much Jonas can drink, it would be a rule. It would be... It would be very interesting to see who could have drank more. It, it just would have been very interesting to see. My my money would be on Andre. Me too. Always, Andre. I've seen man, Joe man, pass out to me. The man, okay, <laughs> the man. Yeah, put it this way: if the man can drink a whole barrel of friggin' wine, like a whole thing of barrel, like a whole fucking thing of wine, and then what was it? A, at least 24 beers, more or more, and he just fell asleep in the hallway, and they just cover him up with a blanket and walk away. It reminds me of the episode of Family Guy where Peter is doing um, grocery shopping for this one woman, and she doesn't know metric units, so she's he's reading oh, her shopping list, and she's like, I need a barrel, a, a, a petroleum barrel, of grape jelly. He's like, what do you need? And then she's like, I need a, a, a child's desk full of goldfish. <laughs> oh, my God. Goldfish. Oh, goldfish for crackers. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just thinking of all these little squirmy little goldfish. Why do you need them? <laughs> Why do you need them? Who's uh, swallowing? <laughs> Um, we're going to leave that. Lemmy Winks. <laughs> Lemmy Winks. Oh, no. Poor Lemmy Winks. Okay. Stan, I, I, I don't know. Are, are you well-versed in South Park? Um, I was in the earlier stuff. I haven't really watched it. Uh, I don't know, he needs some lately. Me- he, he needs some member berries. Member remember, berries? Remember, yeah. remember when Rick... Remember when Ric Flair was wicked and he had long, flowing, beautiful Sarah Fawcett hair, and and him, him and him, 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 him and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is basically the same. Make Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is like a, a Hawaiian version of Ric Flair. Yeah, <laughs> not not many people know, not many people know, but Flair chose Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I like his look. I like the way he is in the ring, and I like him on the mic. I want him. Now Ricky so, Steamboat, I saw Russell. Yeah. One of the best matches, well, probably the best match I've ever seen live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a WCW pay per view before that Nitro oh. and all that shit, before they were running directly across. Yeah. They had a pay per view okay. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I okay. scored fourth row seats, and they, the fourth row was like only like 40 or 50 bucks a seat. And uh, the main event was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat against Ric Flair, and it was mm-hmm. so good for the title. Yeah. Steamboat was amazing. I, I I could watch I could watch Rick Flair and Ricky Steamboat any day every day. And then also because, on well, the card, Stone Cold. Well, he wasn't Stone Cold then. Stunning Steve Austin versus uh, Muda. Yeah, Steve. Steve. Steve with hair. Yeah, when he had hair. 
You read from Buddha. I saw him live. Yeah. Good stuff here. Up Good stuff. Yeah. Sounds wicked. That sounds wicked. That's my moniker. <laughs> it's um, We are going to take our song break. We will be right mm-hmm. back to it with hour two of Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil right here on the Evolution Radio Network, live and exclusively live on the Blog Talk Radio. Come back. night at the Northeast Philly International Guard Armory. Craptastic Wrestling presents a non-star-studded car of unexplainable matches featuring 
the Mid-Afternoon Express versus Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy in a Falls Count Nowhere match. Jerry Idol versus Austin Lawler in a fully empty arena match. Our main event, Arnold Ziffle Jr. versus Oliver Wendell Douglas IV in a Fans Bring the Steel Cage Parts match. Admission is just $1 because that's all this crap is worth. That's Craptastic Wrestling this Saturday. Doors open at 6 p.m. Matches start whenever we feel like it. Be there! Professional wrestling. Entertaining action that attracts a crowd and provides excitement at a fair or festival. The right promotion will have professionally trained talent with professional grade ring gear and equipment. Fairgoers will want to see more of them and attend ticket events in the area. Bring the wrong promotion, not betting their credentials, you could end up with an embarrassing disaster. The talent may have no ring gear, little or no professional training, aren't family friendly, and perform so poorly, you'll wish they'd return to the backyard they came from. Burned organizers won't chance bringing in pro wrestling ever again, shutting out legitimate promoters. And the fairgoers, if they want to see wrestling, will only go to WWE events. If you want live professional wrestling at your fair or festival, don't get burned. Check their credentials before you book. A public service announcement. This is a hardcore hippie, Electric Eric Freedom, and you're listening to the Graveyard Radio Network. Peace and love, baby. Peace and love. All right, and we are back. Uh, that was the hardcore hippie himself, Electric Eric Freedom, from the very Whoa. early, early, early days of this program. You know, um, you know what's scary? Freedom and I are the same age, and he wrestled in the really? WWE before I even got trained. <laughs> I'm serious. He, wow. He, he, he wrestled the Berserker, all those guys back in the day. Oh, wow, the Berserker. Yeah. The Berserker yeah. broke its jaw. Huff! Mm. Yeah, Huff. He, he was, <laughs> came up and he gave him a stiff kick to the face and broke his fucking jaw. Well, that's a Huff. Sorry, I dropped an F-bomb, but that, that's, 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 that's yeah. uncool. Uh, yeah. So we're going to... We are going to continue here on this program. We have a pay-per-view to come up this weekend that we're going to talk about. And we, we gave you the update with WWE. We're not going to talk much more about that other than the Vince McMahon situation. I do have more updates on that. And uh, we, we've got some other news that we're going to get to in just a few minutes. Um, I got to give credit where it's due here again. And we're kind of going to decipher things. I'm going to go local. Uh, everybody that, that, that some of these people that listen to this program that are like, well, we're not from Illinois. We don't understand any of this. Uh, that's going to uh, take a sidestep okay. once I get moved um, because I'm not going to be focusing on what's going on here in Illinois. I will be updated, obviously, by sin, but um, I will be focusing on things in, in California at that point. Um, I do want to give credit where it's due because these guys – 
have announced a really big event, and there was a lot of speculation that this was going to be another one-off event. It is not going to be a one-off event. If it ends up being a one-off event, they pull the wool over everybody's eyes again. Here is what's happening. On Saturday, August 20th, the 20th of August, a 3 p.m. bell time. Dreamwave Wrestling returns. They are having their first event at Luz La Grotto. This may even be the second event. I'm not 100% sure. I think it's first. Think it's first. Um, on that rhetoric, you have a list of Dreamwave talent returning to this event. Um, a who's who of, of, of Dreamwave talent. Um you have the announcement that they will be creating a new Dreamwave champion, and this match that they are doing for this championship, that is the prestigious championship, at least in these parts, uh, this is going to be a big match. Um, not a lot of people understand the dynamic of it. They are, they're missing one person that I would have added to this match as a booker myself, but I don't know that he's accepting bookings anymore. So this is what you've got. You, you've got the ice pick. Standing in at five foot three, Vic Capri against Marche Rocket against the Human Highlight Reel Acid against the Filth King Brew Baker against Mike Hartenbauer against Christian Rose in a six-man nice. scramble to crown a new Dreamwave champion. The one oh, that no, I, I just—I just realized something, dude. I'm looking what? at oh, the no. poster for it. Half the guys only have one name. They're turning into uh-huh. WWE. There's Vic Capri, two names, Marche Rocket, two names, Christian Lewis, two names. <laughs> then the other names are Acid, Brubaker, and Houghtonbrough. That's all it says on the fly. <laughs> They're taking names it's away. Like, <laughs> it's like booking. It's like booking share. <laughs> exactly. One name. One name. But I don't still and go they, see it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like it's like booking share, and there might be a butterfly too on somebody's bum. You know. Uh, well, uh, that match is going to be a highlight. That'll be a good match. We we That's have some really news. Good. Colt Cabana is not going to be able to attend. He's got some contractual obligations. He was originally slated to take on Platinum Max Caster from AEW. Uh, Colt, Colt has uh, sent a good replacement, though. And I have actually... I I have actually seen this man, one of the events that uh, I saw over in the Quad Cities under the NWA No Limits banner was uh, CM Punk against this man way back in like the year 2004. The anarchist Eric Cannon will be returning to LaSalle to challenge Platinum Max Caster. And that'll be a damn good match. Um, I'm not a big fan of Max Caster. Like, I'm excited to see this show, don't get me wrong. But I'm I'm looking more forward to uh, the title match than I am like seeing Max Caster. Like Max Caster would be a guy I'd probably walk by in the grocery store and not yeah. even notice. <laughs> you know, I I'm just not big on him. But uh, yeah, I mean I, I I like the lineup though in general. The workers on the lineup, C Red's going to be there. It's going to be nice. Yes, it's going to be good. And if they if they bring it like they usually bring it with the great uh, production value they have, it, it it'll be it'll be a good night. Yes. Um. And then you've got on the other side of the fence, um, 
we're gonna we're gonna divulge into this a little bit more tonight because I need to. Um, you have Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme doing an event 20 days before the return of Dreamwave Wrestling. They're bringing in Rhino. Well, they're not really doing it. They they can take claim to that, but there's actually somebody else who's going to be flipping the bill for that from uh, sources have told me, uh, just because I've yeah, always grown yeah. up in this area. And, you know, I think it's great. Um, so he's going to be making an appearance at the Comic Gallery uh, from 12 to 2. He'll be doing a seminar for trainees and only trained wrestlers um, from 2.30 to 4.30. And then they have an event from 7 to 9.30. Um, admission to that is $20. But sources have told us that Rhino will not be wrestling at this event. You, you know what, though? The training seminar, um, I was uh, when I was wrestling still more often, I, uh, I went to a wrestling event I was booked. And uh, Steve Dr. Death Williams uh, did the same thing where you had to be trained or trainer to be part of it. And uh, that is really where you learn more, I find. Al Snow just basically did it with our guys for free and Wicked. He just was watching us go, and he's like, hey, you should do this and this and this in the match. You know, it's really cool. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I like the concept. You know, because just a lot more is learned if you just say, hey, you have to be trained or trainer to come to this and pay to be in it. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make a a statement that I know Sean's not going to like. Okay. Okay. All right. I would rather meet Rhino and just say hey to him for five minutes than watch Max Tester work a match. Um, well, and I'm looking at their Facebook now. Now he's saying that he's going to be there. Evidently he is going to have some part in the event. I guess he'll be hosting it. Um, yeah. He also said in the, uh, uh, if you watch the video, there's a video of him talking about it. Uh, and he said, you don't know. Somebody might just get gored, gored, uh, gored. So, so they have a new, he might deliver a gore. Um, they are in a new venue that is a new event center that's being launched over there, and hopefully this works out for them. Uh, from a promotional standpoint, I don't know that I would have tried to run this before Dreamwave. I would have let Dreamwave be the gauge uh, for my next move because Powerhouse has been running around here, and they haven't really been able to make it work. I hope this works for them, but uh, track record says everything, and um, I, don't kn- I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just I'd rather see Rhino wrestle in Dreamwave's main event. Honestly, that's saying like a shit ton. Yeah, yeah. I just, a I, I, Rhino's a good worker. Max Caster, he's okay. I mean, he's okay. Uh, he, he's he's no Rhino <laughs> in his prime, you know. Mm. Rhino would have like pile drive him through a table in his prime or something, you know. Right. All right. Well, there's that, and then the pay per view coming to your pay per view this weekend. It's a big one. Uh, a pay per view coming to a pay per view. So does that make it two pay per views? It actually makes it a real pay per view. Okay. Not a premium event. Not a premium Please. event. 
Are you ready for this star-studded card? Well, I would rather have. I would rather have the. Why? I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. Just to just. I'm curious. (laughs) I'm not ready, but I I am. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm just not ready. I'm scared. Okay. Well, if it'll, I'm getting it. Shush. Need it. Don't be, don't be giving us the tease and then walking away. We want Apple. our information he's, now. He's famous. He's famous for doing that. Him and Steve used to do it to me all the time. The mean girl thing. Is I know something you don't know bullshit. I was like, yeah, really? Yeah, you're lucky I can't kick you. You're lucky I can't kick you in the tape, son. <laughs> I mean, you don't could try. Don't fuck with me. I'll come to California. I will get a passport just for your ass and kick it. I yeah, am trying I to. I want to. Uh, thank you. If I knew the name of the pay per view, that might have helped. Um, yeah. I knew. You know, I'm before... so sad now because you got to realize I just got the information dropped on me yeah. just now that Max Cast Max Caster is their name. I'm, I'm, I'm just oh, I can't get over this. It's bothering the crap out of me. Sounds like it. Yeah, we will they get back. have such good names. We will get back to that. Um, you That's have your good. card for Be- Death Before Dishonor, the next pay-per-view from Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. All right. I like Ring of Honor. Allison K will take it. on Willow Nightingale. Oh, Allison K? Really, Allison K? Really? Yes, really? ma'am. Sierra? She's come? Really? I met her. She's wicked. I fucking love her. There's my F-bomb. <laughs> I already used No, I've, I've, yeah, I've thrown about five F-bombs. So. Okay. Sorry, sorry if I'm ruining your sensibilities, mother chuckers. And then this is your main event of this card. Jonathan Gresham, your Ring of Honor world champion, will defend <laughs> against the returning Claudio Casanoli. That'll be good. Yeah. yeah, why couldn't they get Claudio for Dreamway? I would have been happy for with that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been fucking all over the crap. Okay, you can't I would have won. I would have oh, went for it. Sean, I'm, relax. I'm Sean, relax. Sean, breathe. Danny, breathe. Like, okay, they used to call it the Cesaro Swing. What are they going to call it now? The uh, Casanoli Cannoli? <laughs> I, 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 hey man, I want to see it normally. <laughs> How about just the big swing? What the move's supposed to be called? <laughs> the big swing. Yes, that's what it is. It's just it's cool easy. because it, it, he I made it cool. He single-handedly I made love, it cool yeah. to do the big swing again. I love the Swiss Superman. I really do. Yeah, he's awesome. Then, he speaks, he speaks yeah. like seven languages, too. It's insane. Yeah, he does. He's, quite, he's intelligent as all fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to know how many times they are going to allow Samoa Joe to kill Jay Lethal. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank well, you. We've had Jay Lethal. You... We've had Jay Lethal on our airspace. He's a sweetheart. And I mean, I love Samoa Joe. Don't even don't even say I don't love Samoa Joe. Um, but come on, come on. Let Lethal have at least one. Let him have one. 
Yeah, it would have been nice to see Joe have a good WWE run, but you break Tyson Kidd's neck and they get mad. That's kind of what wow. they did. What they did to him. Oh yeah, it's a deal breaker. That, yeah, unfortunately. Your pure championship is on the line. It'll be Wheeler Yuta. Well, if you do that, you'll have to clean it up against Daniel Garcia. Yeah, he's uh, Mr. Garcia is fun to look at. Let me tell you. Um, two out of well, he won't be after Wheeler after Yuta gets a hold of him. You ever see that guy work? He's gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> This is your uh, semi-main event. It is two out of three falls. It is for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. It's the rematch. Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, FTR take on the Briscoes. Damn boys. Damn boys. Damn boys. The match we all want. Mercedes Martinez is going to defend the Ring of Honor World Women's Championship against Serena Deeb. Hmm. That might not be horrible. I, I'm saying that. I, that I, might, I, I might, really, that's going to be, yeah, exactly. That, that might, might not be, be half good. bad. Yeah, that might be yeah, pretty good. All right. That's potential. Yeah. I agree. All right. And then you have a six man for the Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Team Championship. The Righteous, Vincent, Bateman, and Dutch are going to take on Dalton Castle and the boys, Brandon Tate and Brent Tate. Oh, the boys. The boys. Not to be confused with the Dudley boys or the Hardy boys. Or them boys. Or the Hardly boys. (laughs) Or the Hardly boys, if if you listen to Jim Cornette. There's so many boys. There's so many boys. So little time. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Sorry, Spin. Oh, I got to quit looking at this channel. Max Castro makes me sad. (laughs) <laughs> then stop it Well, I, stop I'm it. on the page He sent a link Get off the page, Get off the page Close it Close the No, I'm just going to I'm going to scroll down and look at Vic Capri Marcia Rocket oh. Acid, Christian Rose, Boo Baker And Hart Bauer, I'm cool with that Dupree <laughs> Alright I am actually going to, uh, we're going to take a little bit of an interlude here. We're going to take callers. The listener line is open at 515-602-9678. We did say tonight is open discussion. And obviously you know that you are subject to screening and our rules with people. um, yeah, you get you get tossed into a room with me, and if I don't like you, you're not getting on. I'm kidding. <laughs> but but if they're after me, you can put them on. Oh. I love I love controversy. <laughs> Do you hear yeah. that, Curtis Wild? Do you hear uh, that? Bring it. You actually, Curtis and I don't have any problems, man. Kurt, Curtis no, Wild no, no, no. always get along. Curtis Wild, it's been almost 20 years since the original Hell on Earth match. Oh, 20 okay. years later. We're talking about Hell on Earth days. Okay. <laughs> in, 20 in years case, later What the fuck In that case who cares what happened at the first one If we have a second one The outcome will be different <laughs> <laughs> we, 
well, the outcome better be different because you're not taking that leg drop of death again. Yeah, if he goes for a leg drop off the off the fucking ledge, <laughs> I'm I'm getting the hell out of town. If I'm on my back and Randall's anywhere near me and he starts climbing it, I'm just walking out of the I'm rolling out of the room. I will pull you out of the ring. I will pull you out of the ring. Natasha should have done that for you in 03, but. (laughs) Dude, you couldn't imagine the horror of seeing that ass coming at my face. And I have nowhere to go. Nowhere. Nowhere. It's going to happen. All I can do is turn my head and grip my teeth and go, okay, here it comes. (laughs) Oh, God. I then have the. (laughs) <laughs> the, the bruise on your face. From my like head. <laughs> Both sides of my head were bruised. My ears oh. were bruised. My oh, ears were literally bruised. You? <laughs> he landed on my head. He knocked me unconscious. Ow. Who landed on your head? Who Curtis Wilde. They ca- Curtis Wilde. He's okay. been on our program. Okay. The Lion know, of the Loom. He <laughs> yeah, he landed on my head. I have- yeah, I've got I've got Curtis Wilde on my Facebook. I no, they were in a match in 2003. They were feuding, and it was called Hell on Earth. Two out of three falls. Uh, tables, ladders, and chairs was one fall. Or there was some rules no, to it. Was, it. Uh, it was false count anywhere. Uh, tables, ladders, and chairs. Two out of three falls. And uh, that concept was Curtis Razos. He was a booker, and uh, he came up with the name Hell on Earth too. So all all the props, Curtis, for that one. So yeah, um, I love the world, my friend Kurt. Yes, but uh, Wild Child took the thirty foot ladder, decided he was going to climb his big ass all the way up on this ladder, and come well, flying down with it. a leg rider, leg drop, <laughs> the flaming leg drop, because he had all that flaming gear back then. Well, you know, his problem was jumping off the ropes and jumping off the ladder is different, and he knew that. So he decided he had to jump farther because he was jumping off a ladder. Yeah. All I know is I looked up and I'm like, oh, my God, I better turn my head because he'll break my nose. (laughs) And uh, you have to picture this, Katie. Sin is, like, going to take one side, wild child, big leg, ass, and then the other side is the canvas and the mat. Big yeah, leg ass. To go. No, hold on a second. It's not just it's big leg ass balls. <laughs> no, I think I think I, I think he even overshot me by the ball. So I think that was all ass right on my face. <laughs> oh, okay. And yeah, there was nowhere to go. Man. My head was on the apron. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not on the apron. I'm just, on the mat. I will. I will make that clear. I will. I do not want to be teabagged, Sean. Okay. <laughs> Well, hey, I mean, for the right price, you would. I mean, no. you have to you have to picture he's got nowhere to go. So one side of his head takes the impact, oh, and the other side is in the mat. It's like a concerto, only with ass and 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 wrestling canvas, wrestling floor. Yeah, it's an ass. It's ass concerto. I'd much rather take a concerto. I would much rather. I I so trust Edge and Christian to give me a concerto over letting. Well, child, ever do that to me again? No, 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 no. I'm cheerful. 
<laughs> um, we were trying to get Eric Freedom uh, back on the program here tonight. We're going to try to make contact with him and get him back soon because there's a story with him that he can uh, – tell that Eric was not able to tell the first time he was on this program. Sin and Eric Freedom back in the day had a haircut match, Katie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know Freedom's hair? Have you ever seen a picture of Freedom? No. Uh, You've seen a picture of me, though. It's been a while. It's been a while. But you've seen recent pictures of me with long hair. I'm sure. Okay. Okay, we both had, like, super long hair. And uh, so... We get booked in a haircut match. Oh, my. Yeah, and I, I hit a basically a top rope uh, flip power bomb on him. Okay. And uh, he, he, he kicks out at the last second. And then my good friend Tim Lyle comes out after the ref gets knocked down. Totally by accident. I would never knock a ref down on purpose. Um. Tim Lyle comes down and bashes Freedom with a chair and puts me on top. Problem is, Brian Lyle runs out after him, kicks him in the gut, stuns him, and then hits me with a chair and puts Freedom on me. Okay, so I lose. I'm going to lose my hair, right? So they have, they have shavers and trimmers, and, but the most important thing they have is scissors because you don't want oh. to cut somebody's hairs without scissors, right? When they have long hair. Well, yeah. guess what the sound person did that set it up? He put a speaker on top of his scissors so nobody knew where they were. <laughs> oh, wow. So, Freedom freedom has me. Um, Brian has me. And Brian just finally turns and he's like, does anybody have a knife? And a guy in the front row pulls out a big ass pocket knife. <laughs> oh, so you eh? need to take duct tape, pull my, put my hair in a ponytail with duct tape, and then cut my hair off, not on the side <laughs> oh. that would have been easier from the duct tape, no, the side that's closer to my scalp, they cut off with a freaking, like, a, a pocket knife, like a big pocket knife, but they just oh, saw it through oh. my hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not fun. <laughs> the match was great, though. I love working with Freedom. Uh, anybody out there that cares, if you check out Eric Freedom's site, I believe he has the match posted. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was not fun. It was so bad that the guy cutting my hair kept apologizing to me under his breath. Because he could just he knew it had me so bad. Because I, I had to yeah. sit there and, like, pretend I'm unconscious and not make facial features. As they're sawing through oh. my hair. Not fun. All yeah, right. Well, if you want to hear about an attorney take take on uh, the whole Vince McMahon situation, you need to go listen to Jim Cornette's talk with Stephen P. New, over 45 minutes of content from an attorney, an actual attorney, speak on that. We have not been watching, uh, at least I haven't, the biographies, the new ones. Uh, the latest one was on Goldberg, and uh, Jim Cornette has I watched has half of re- it. I watched half of it. I was just like, <laughs> this is bullshit. Kind of like when I watch it. Goldberg matches. I only watch half of them, like the first half of the night. <laughs> well, I know the match is only going to be three minutes long, but I'm already bored. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. 
I know uh, what to expect. You know my favorite Goldberg match is? I do have a favorite. I, I do have a favorite Goldberg match. It was the last right. match that William Regal worked in WCW. Oh, wow, eh? Yeah, you need to look that up on the I internet. Love I love oh, Regal. oh, you know, you know how his finisher was called the Regal Stretch? Yeah. That's what I call the Goldberg match. That's all Regal did. <laughs> Regal just kept reversing everything and beating him down, and Goldberg got nothing in. It was quite funny. It was when he was on his winning streak, too. <laughs> and then the best part is they're making this big deal about the size of Goldberg. Regal was like his size. <laughs> I was like, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there was there was a point when you shouldn't have just watched him wrestling. I mean, oh my god. Uh, I have a problem forgiving Goldberg for just ruining Bret Hart's career, kicking him straight in the head. You know. Yeah. And on biography, he's like, that's not the case. And and he knows it. And this and that and the other thing, right? Brett didn't say much about it. Well, of course he's not going to admit think, to messing yeah. up and ending one of the greatest wrestlers of all time's career. Yeah. You know, he's not going to be like, oh, yeah, Brett Hart. Him. Most people consider him a top ten wrestler. Yeah, I, I kicked him in the head too hard and ruined his career. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> I didn't know it was in I thought it was something else, I'll be honest. No, he kicked him. It was it was straight up kicking the Shit. head, man. It was he was running off the ropes and Goldberg like it was almost a super kickish like boot to the head. But man, okay. he smoked him. Shit. Yeah. Goldberg he botches, man. He's he's a liability in that ring as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, on his last matches. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, and they even said it on his biography. People were getting sick of making him look good. I, you know? I bet. Yeah. 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 They carried him through the entire match until he did his last, last little move and boom, done. That's, yeah, that's pretty much they the guys carry him through matches, then they let him hit him yeah. hit a spear and jackhammer him. And the jackhammers have been scary against the Undertaker and the Fiend. Those two jackhammers, I swear, I thought he was going to kill the guys. I'll agree. As a, as a matter of fact, the, one of the few times I've ever, maybe the only time I've really seen Undertaker break character was the look on his face after that match. If you remember, when yeah. he got up after that match, he just looked so disappointed. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I do. I do. A lot of reasons and to be disappointed in that match. I don't, I was never I really wasn't a fan of Goldberg. He's he's pretty he's pretty to look at. And but to watch this ho hum ho you know. Just says nothing. You have to have more than a cool entrance and a, and a few good moves. I mean shit, if Hogan wrestles better than you, there's something up. Oh, yeah, it's, you know, the Hogan, the yeah. original Hogan-Goldberg match. Hogan did kind of carry him through it. He was still pretty green. Yeah, yeah, green as fuck. Greener than a pepper tree, as Jim Cornette would say. Now, as a side note, guys, yeah. for all the shit we brought up about Hogan tonight, because we've talked more about Hogan, I think, tonight than any other episode, and yeah. he could work in Japan. He was a, He was a good worker. And for all you can say about yep. Hogan and his backstage politics, he, he he knew how to make guys look good in the ring. 
Yeah, he was he a did. good face at making guys look good. And when he became a heel, he was good at making faces look good. He, he psychology-wise, yeah. he was solid. That's it. It shouldn't matter. He could, the man could float and make anybody look good. You know. Yeah. yeah. Float over here, make you look good. Pick up a man, and make we, you look good. Boot to the head. Yeah, boot drop. to the head. No. We have no. more news. Over. Don't say boot to the head. We have more <laughs> news coming out of the the National Wrestling Alliance on August 27th. It'll be night one of the 74th year anniversary. This has Damn, just been announced. Uh, it'll be in St. Louis. Ooh, driving distance. Uh, it will be Bully Ray, Mike Knox in a tables match. Nice. Wow. I like a uh, dude. I'm a big fan of Bully Ray. And then <laughs> night night two will feature two former guests of this program. Oh, really? Nice. Trevor Murdoch will take on Tyrus. That'll be a match now. That'll be a good match. That will be a good match. I don't know if it'll sway me from wanting to see day one more, though. I don't know. I'm a, well, I'm, I'm a pretty big uh, Bully Ray fan. Also on night one, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis in the rematch. On night one? Yes. Yep. And then he's wrestling night two, too. If he wins, yes. Oh, okay. So what if he says, what what if he loses? Then the other guy doesn't get a title shot? I'm confused. I would hope they'd still get Tyrus the title (laughs) shot. (laughs) I mean, if the title's on the line on night one and night two, uh, should he really know who he's wrestling night two already? I, uh, they kind of screwed that one up. Uh, we'll just leave that under the rug. Uh, the other thing that is happening over the course of that weekend, August 27th, 28th, for the NWA 74th year anniversary in St. Louis, it's going to be the return of the United States Tag Team Championships. Oh, oh nice. Nice. These, yes. these are prestigious championships and let me tell you as a promoter that was uh grateful enough and, and honored enough to be able to run even under a short period of time under the nwa banner i can tell you that uh we had the nwa world tag team titles the nwa world women's title the only one that we didn't get and we were supposed to was the nwa world uh heavyweight title uh when it was originally supposed to go on the almighty chic in october of 2009 when he was supposed to defeat blue demon jr uh, in Still Chicago. A lot of gold. A lot of gold. Um, so for that, for me to have uh, that prestige come into my company, especially in the first three months of my company, um, that means a lot. So this, this is a brand that means the world to me. It meant the world's Ed Schumann. And to see the United States Tag Team Championships come back, it means the world. But it also means, hopefully, Hopefully soon, before the end of 2023, the NWA will reopen its affiliation program. What that means is if there are people on the NWA programming, because they're still on YouTube, that you would like to bring into a local event and and kind of use the NWA banner, uh, you can pay a fee to do that. And, And I would like to see that come back. 
we do know that there was an insurance scam going on with some of the NWA promoters. It's it's kind of why uh, oh, wow. um, some of the, the ownership was shifted. Um, it's another reason that Jeff Jarrett and TNA got out of the NWA at one point. There were some problems there. Um, but to have the NWA affiliation program come back, because what this meant in Illinois, just to, to, so everybody knows, John Kometz was running Princeton, Illinois. I was running Ashton, Illinois. I could not come to Princeton, and he could not come to Ashton. If we were both a part of the NWA, it was against rules. Damn. Uh, It was a territory system. It was great in that regard. Um, To have this affiliation come back for promoters to have the chance to represent those three initials again with their own talent. Because here's the thing that the NWA needs more than anything right now. And as somebody that was an NWA affiliate, I have the right to say that the NWA needs that affiliation program to have people that are going to work alongside the NWA to funnel them talent to keep this program going and hopefully successfully secure an actual TV deal. Because it's going to take them working with the independent promoters that are out there still, that ones especially that know how to do it right to find this next generation of talent for the NWA. So we get good uh, championships. We get people that understand that the, when it, you can have sports entertainment, you can have promoters that call themselves professional wrestling, but when the initials, the NWA are on the marquee, it damn well better be wrestling that's in that ring and nothing else. Yep. Not wrestling entertainment. (laughs) Nope. Nope. I mean, it, their brand is completely different. It's one of the things that made me so honored to be a part of it. Um, you know, it's it, it's like this. It's um, You want to be a part of a brand that has that kind of lineage. You're talking in 2023 will be their 75-year anniversary. Where cool. else can you tap into something like that? When, and here's the thing. People had said that the NWA is on his ass and, and has been. They're trying to rebuild. They've been trying to rebuild. But it takes realizing that, that, you know, to some people, to your average fan, those initials might not mean anything anymore. But when, it, when you're talking about going to a marketing and a branding or you're trying to gain sponsorship, let me tell you that those three initials still hold merit. Yes, they do. They're they're basically the biggest three initials that WWE don't own. Mm-hmm. And well, other it, than, okay, we gotta say AEW now, but an impact. Yeah. But but as far as historically going, like years and years and years and time, NWA. You know what I mean? It's been around what seventy four years. I, I mean, yeah. how can you, how can you not respect that? So it'll be interesting to see what they will uh, come up with. And we've got some news out of PWA. If he's listening, he may call in. We are going to shift our gears right now to the AEW results from last night. And, you know, there was some good on this program last night, but geez, many Christmas. This G mini Christmas. We will get into the main event. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We opened with Brody okay. King against Darby 
Alan, this was a damn good match, but um, I, man, I would not. Oh man, the way that match ended, ooh, that pile driver thing. I guess I yeah. call it a pile driver. The pile driver slash power bomb. Remember, he called it. it the Gonzo bomb because you were said you were going to change your yeah. working. Yeah, yeah. Gonzo. My last name yeah. is Gonzalez, so I get Gonzo a lot. So when they called it the Gonzo hey. bomb, I was just like, uh, oh, boy, I'm going back to wrestling, and anybody that's willing to take it, I'm giving them a Gonzo bomb. Oh, I'm paralyzed five you. guys I'm, and five guys and five matches. <laughs> I'm calling uh, – guess what? Uh, uh, your name's Gonzo. That's that. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> He stole my name. I like it for me. It's fucking super cargo when you fly. So. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying my wrestling name shouldn't be Sin? It should be Gonzo? I, Gonzo be sinning. Put on big fake blue nose. Call myself blue. <laughs> Come out to he's blue. Dabba dee And I'll bring some chickens yeah. with me. Oh my god. <laughs> then you can face Pondo again and we can find out who's going chicken hunting. We going can I say it? Yeah. <laughs> we go motherfucking chicken hunting. Motherfucking <laughs> chicken hunting. You heard him. Um we have got we have got that match. It it was brutal. It was very brutal. Um Miro came out to save Sting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Then we got... Yeah. I, I was... Wait, 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 wait. Just step back a minute. And relax on that. Miro. It's, it's, remember, people. Miro. Miro came out and saved Sting. Why did... They, how does that make any sense? Because well, he's the redeemer. All right. Here... Uh, you know... I'm, I'm going to say something here that I've told very few people. There was a point in my career when I turned face, I was thinking about changing my name from Sin to the Redeemer. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of Jeez. funny. <laughs> it is. Because I was turning face, so I was the Redeemer now, no longer Sin. But anyway, yeah. nonetheless, I feel sorry for that dude. I mean, he came out in front of, what, 70-something, 80-something thousand fans? In a tank and was undefeated and faced John Cena at WrestleMania. Now he's running out in front of what, maybe 10,000 people and mm-hmm. uh, trying to save Sting. And Sting's what, 60, I don't know what. <laughs> he's uh, not it just seems. Yeah, he's not. There's no way that man's reached his 60s yet. There's man, no he way. has to be. I mean, I watched him no. when I was a kid. I hear you, but there's no way he's in his fucking sixties yet. All right, no you way. guys talk. I'm I'm going to I'm going to find out. Go find. Go find the Yeah, I mean, like, go, they're still trying to prove himself with some of those dives. Hold man. on a second. Jeez. 1963. There's no. I don't think so. He is. Oh, he's not he was not born. He was not born in 1963. He was born in 59. He is 63. Oh, really? He's a 50 <laughs> child. 
<laughs> well, you wouldn't know it. No, he still uh, he can still work, but I mean, I'm not putting out yeah. Sting, but I mean, uh, I've always been a fan of Sting. I like the guy, and I like mm. his gimmick change. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's yeah, a Crow too. fan as well. <laughs> I was talking about the Crow earlier. Yeah. And yeah. then, did you and know he we... actually got sued for that? Did he? Really? When, uh, yeah, when he first came out, his first few appearances where he came out in that makeup, if you notice, it was yeah. different. Um, it was like the Crow's makeup. And um, uh, Barr, the the creator of the Crow, uh, the comic, um, threatened a lawsuit. So, like, he he only wore it like the Crow a few times on uh, Nitro, and then he changed it. So, yeah, he got two of that All right, then we had what uh, Finn may have called the match of the night, John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta against... But 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 best friends. The best friends super surprised me. They really surprised me. I enjoyed it. I'm surprised they didn't come up and get dropped off in the minivan again. (laughs) (laughs) That that would have been good. I would have been all right with that. That that was actually that was a really good good match though. I want to come up in a little minivan, you know, like like a like a VW. Hippie love bus. Hippie love bus. Maybe you can get your freedom to find you one. What? You may. I said maybe you can get Eric Freedom to find you a hippie love bus. Eric Freedom's a hippie. Please, Mister Hippie, find me a VW bus. His finisher's the hippie hippie shake. Yes, and he used to come out and feed the fans before COVID. Pre-COVID, he would have fed the fans Fruit Loops. I don't, yeah, Fruit Loops. Unless, unless he was being maniacal that night. Then sometimes he'd put a beer can or a brick or whatever in the box to use it. Oh, my. If he thought he needed that little extra edge, Freedom was never afraid to go over that edge. And, you know, if it, he couldn't I'll never, I'll never it, forget, do it. I'll never forget his first appearance in the first main event of Wicked Wrestling Alliance. Uh, Sin's wife was on commentary and, um, Freedom had these, that Sin's wife referred to them as feather dusters, and Mr. Freedom was cleaning the ring against Jerry Lynn. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't really oh, that happy about that comment. Lynn and him agreed after the match that we, 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 we should nix that commentating crew. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? All in all, at the end, it was better for it because we had Sweet Jimmy D and Razzo. So, um, and then you know, Freedom even used the uh, Fruit Loops box that night on Jerry Lynn and and tried to uh, get one over on Mister Lynn, but wasn't able to. Um, and then Lynn then we, kicked him, and there went that beer bo- or that beer can that was in there. Yep. Uh, then we had the segment oh. with Swerve of Glory or Swerve in Our Glory or whatever the heck they are, and then. The the uh, wannabe attorney that's generic. Wait, I'm kind of confused here on this. Are, I'm, okay. Why I like have, I, I love Keith Lee, and I'm really starting to like Swerve. I like some of the stuff he does. But Keith why? Lee is, Keith Lee is slimming the hell down. He looks great. Well, he's, he's the getting older. That, that's that's kind of natural. He's, he's reaching 40. He's getting pretty close. 
So, you know, yeah. usually trim down. Um, but uh, he, uh, I, I just, I don't, it's like they're not a tag team. They have different entrance music. I really hate that. You know, you know, like when I, when I think of a tag yeah, team really specialist, when I think of a tag team specialist, I think of teams like FTR, you know, yeah. Usos, whatever. You can hate me for saying Usos because everybody hates the WWE now, but you know, I, I think the Usos are a pretty good, damn good tag team. <laughs> yes. All right, this is your five-minute or so warning. Call in. We're going to roll into about 15 minutes of after-party time tonight, 515-602-9678. We are still reviewing AEW. Uh, Crime Fighter, if you're listening, make sure you call in before that deadline if you want to call in and talk about uh, wrestling for a cure from over the weekend. And uh, big news coming out of PWA that I'd like him to discuss. Our next match, well, we had our next segment. Um, Our next match last segment and it was the uh, interview with John Silver and Alex Reynolds in The Butcher and the Blade. Ooh. Which The Butcher and the Blade, they had gotten extensively better. We watched Oh, my watched gosh. Yeah. Yes, they have gotten so much better. The Blade, well, The Blade was always decent. But, right. you know, like, like Butcher is, he must be listening to some of the guys in back. He's gotten so much better. And then the yeah, one that he really has. The man that has stepped up to the plate more than anybody else, Christian Cage. Heel of AEW. Come on now. Oh, Who's God. a better heel in AEW than Christian I right now? I was so happy last night. Christian Cage walked down with Luch. And yes, then, it was so great. Yeah. And then a very <laughs> angry jungle boy came down. He was angry. Oh, boy, was he angry. And I don't think I oh, – go ahead came down and took Luch away. And Luch is like, I'm going with Jungle Boys. Bye. You, you know, I, I just, I, I had never been so happy to see Luchasaurus except for the last yeah. few weeks. And I totally oh, hope. Oh, come on. I love Luch. I totally hope he keeps the black mask and like, like totally turns on Jungle Boy. I'm hoping for it. I'm hoping this is all seen oh, by Christian. On. Like Christian told him, hey, when Jungle Boy comes back, Pretend like you're on his side, and we'll set him up. I'm hoping that's what the storyline is going to be, because that's I'd really love to see that. Because I'm not a huge Luchasaurus fan, but you can cover I up some of his flaws. You can cover up mm-hmm. some of his working flaws by having him just be a big monster for somebody, and not having to do some of the high flying shit he tries to do that doesn't always work out. And then, we, they, well, we saw Christian Cage and Luchasaurus against the Varsity Blondes, Griff Garrison, and former uh, guest Brian Pillman Jr. I really hate how they're using Brian Pillman Jr. over there. Me too. It makes uh, me a sad panda. Oh. <laughs> poor Sin. <laughs> yeah, poor Sin. Awesome. Where were you when I got a butt on my head? I needed somebody to say more than that. I'm sure uh, there wasn't there. Oh. From there, we got, we got the ass boys. The ass boys. The ass boys. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Austin. Austin. Go ahead. Austin ass gun wants Max Caster one-on-one in a rap battle on Friday. 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, is this? Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I don't see it. I, 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 uh, I, I, I'm going to be curious to see how they make that entertaining. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if- I'll tell. I'll tell you what match was entertaining. This, to me, was match of the night last night. This young man that they signed away from the WWE. Let me go up here and get his name that he was in the WWE. I want to make sure that I'm uh, saying this right here. He was uh, Troy Two Dimes Donovan in NXT. This young man, who was Cole Carter on uh, AEW last night, took on Ricky Starks for the FTW Championship, and this was a hell of a match. Hell of an I liked it. It was great. Was I loved that night. match. That was the match of the night. It I was think I good. said that after I saw it. That was the match of the night. I mean, these two, give us more of this, please. Yes, this is what we want. I liked it. Yes, exactly what we need. Um, but we did, like... Finn even asked me, and I, I still don't understand this guy's character, but out comes Danhausen after an open uh, challenge <laughs> laid out again by Ricky Starks. Yes, sweetheart. I don't understand Van Helsing either, but he's entertaining to me. For the moment, <laughs> he's entertaining. You know, yeah. the weirdest thing happened to me. The first time I saw Danhausen, I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> you know, I'm just looking yeah, at I the whole get-up the, the, like, I'm going to mesmerize you, and I'm like, I don't get it. But Why? The weird, the weird thing is, I, I, I don't know. He, somehow, somehow he makes it work. And that's what you got to do when yeah. you're a guy that's built like that. You got to make it work. Up. He is fucked up. He's one fucked up jelly bean. Oh, five one five five one five six zero two nine six seven eight five one five six zero two nine six seven eight. We are at the sixty second mark for you to call in and join us. We will take uh-uh, questions. Uh, not according to my countdown clock, honey, and that's the one that counts. Nine twenty eight. Call in now. Do it now. Five one five two nine six seven eight, and we are going to take. A little bit of a song break, and we'll come back and talk about the rest of this AEW. AEW on the TNT or TBS network. (laughs) Oh, how I miss Steve Kane. We would still be having fun. Yeah, I miss Steve. And you would have loved working with Steve. He's great. All right. We are going and to take and the, we'd have, we'd have by now we'd have new commercials. Yes, we would. I am going to use yeah. this song, which I used as an entrance theme. Uh, sometimes I, I might use this again. I do like this tune. Play we it. will be right back with more of Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil.
Championship Wrestling presents an all-star card of action-packed wrestling matches just for you. In the main event, Sam McCallahan faces Jelly Janela in a bleak 182 death match. Featured match, Joey Ryan versus Priscilla Kelly in a puke on the naughty parts match. First person to puke on their opponent's naughty parts loses. Garden Rake on a pole match, special wheelbarrow race, and much, much more. All that this Saturday night at the Birmingham County Fairgrounds. It's Mud Show Championship Wrestling. You don't want to miss it. Y'all better be there. Oh, I missed you, Steve. I missed you so much. <laughs> We are back. This is Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil on the Evolution Radio Network, live on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Sadistic Sean David, along with my co-host once again. Sadistic Sean David. No, wait. No, wait. The Salt and Slither Sin. Yes, silly ass. And, <laughs> and me, she's the Salt and the Slither Sin. 
<laughs> yeah. Or is she the dean of wrestling, Steve Kane? Tonight we don't no. know. Me? She's the, she's the dean queen. Uh, me, I'm the dean queen, chaotic <laughs> Um, But getting back to this, Ricky Starks, Cole Carter, hell of a that match. We got the FTR promo. Which you never can go wrong with. Um, Christopher Daniels is back, or will be back on Rampage this Friday night. Um, whatever happened to his eye in that match he had a while ago, because he came to that show that I worked with him, and his eye was messed up. Um, even then, um, wow. it's still messed up now. It it looks awful. I feel bad for him. I hope his vision's not affected. Um, but it it still don't look pretty. I like, I had to look away from it when I was looking and talking to him. I'm like, I can't do it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. I mean, it, it, it was bad. Um, we got the match that nobody wanted to see Jade Cargill and Kira Hogan with Stokely Hathaway. Well, if against- Cargill would have lost, I would have wanted to see it. <laughs> she would have came out to the closed line and got pinned for a three count. I would have been all about it. <laughs> it would have been the greatest moment in AEW history. Uh, do you want to tell Katie the one comment you made when you saw her? Well, I did make one one comment about the green hair. If that's what you're talking yes. about. Yes, at yeah. least her hair's not green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he was kind of bashing on her, and I'm looking at her. I'm like. Well, at least her hair's not green anymore. <laughs> this is coming from a guy who used right? to have black and green hair when I wrestled. <laughs> hey, that's saying something. Yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah, I like Jade. I like I I appreciate her work. I didn't like her hair green though. Just looked like so, Seahawk or something. No, like what the hell. You've got quite a Sorry about that. Crimey just messaged me. I was like, Yeah, you're too late to call in now. We'll have you next week. Uh yeah, sorry, sorry, Crimey. Your AW Rampage lineup for Friday will be Hangman Page and John Silver against the Butcher and the Blade. Uh Lee Moriarty against Dante Martin. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Jamie Hayter will be in action. Your rap battle, Max Caster against Austin Ass Gun, and Jay Lethal will take on Christopher Daniels in a Ring of Honor Classic match. So, so yeah, that, that's that. <laughs> that is that, and then we get our main event, and this is where I'm going to take some time to harp. Um... So I need to talk about this with Finn and Katie, and then we're going to wrap things up here tonight. Um, your main event was a barbed wire everywhere match, the pain maker, Chris Jericho against Eddie Kingston. Okay. Do you want to start with the first oh, thing yeah. that you oh, said about it shit. that you didn't care for? Um, the psychology of it. It did not. When you have guys that are going to get in this shark cage and the shark cage gets lowered, and then yeah, they're and literally. They went in willingly. 
Well, not even that, but they couldn't get the damn thing open, so two of them like, were skinny enough to crawl through the damn cage to begin with. You yeah. put yeah, barbed wire, I mean, you they, put they barbed like, wire around the ring post. You put barbed wire on the, the ring bell. You put barbed wire on the announcer's microphone. And you can yeah. put barbed nope. wire around and that. And the bell. And right, the bell. that's what I said. You, you know, you, you couldn't put barbed wire around that shark cage to prevent that from happening. The reason that the shark cage is not used anymore is because nobody knows how to use it right. This would have been done back in the day. Does anybody remember the one that they, they did in WWF early days of Raw with Lawler inside of the Fuji. damn thing? Yeah. Fuji's been in it a, a number of times. Well, Lawler was More in it. Lawler, Lawler got a nosebleed, or at least that's what they uh, uh, told on, on commentary. Because it was yeah. during his feud with Bret Hart, or something was going on. It was Bret in a cage match, and they hoisted Lawler up so he couldn't get involved. That was the correct use of that. Um, even years ago when WWE did it with Enzo, correct use of that. If you're going to have the damn thing come down, why yeah. even do and, it yeah. to begin with? Well, Enzo is so, so afraid of heights. Go ahead. A silly question. They put him so up there. I've seen this on a million steel cages. When you can escape the steel cage, they don't always lock the door. They have like a, like a gate lock or like a, yeah. a fence lock thing. You know, you kind of pull it out, open yeah. it. Right. Why did it have to be padlocked? If they just had one of those, uh-huh. they would have had no problems when they got out. They, I mean, uh, you can't tell me Khan couldn't have afforded that. They obviously just what? Oh no, she'll she'll have an easy time getting him out of the cage. It won't be a problem. At well, all. here here's one <laughs> here's one better for you, everybody. They did not pay for that shark cage. What were they advertising on AEW oh, wow. Dynamite last night? Shark Week. Bingo. Yep, sure. So I'm still saying though, if you're the wrestling promoter, you have to think of these things. You can't, man. I've seen it with. I so much crap throughout my career and throughout just watching wrestling. When a wrestler gets handcuffed or locked into something, man, things go wrong. Uh, you know, a good percentage of the time, 10, 20% of the time is too much. Well, let's, let's, uh, when was that match where, um, Paul Heyman had to get the keys? It was some match with Roman and, and Brock recently. And yeah, it, took, it took Heyman like three minutes to get him unlocked. Yeah, you don't have that kind of time at a live event. I mean, you know, are people forgetting that wrestling's a work and you don't have to put real locks on crap? You can work <laughs> around that. Yep. This match was not all bad. Um, it, it wasn't all good, though. It, it certainly it wasn't. wasn't. For AEW Hardcore, it was all right. Except for the my, ending. The ending is kind of silly. My, the, the ending with Ty Conti running out and, and attacking Soho and then Anna Jay coming to make the save only to turn on Ruby Soho. Now it's two on one. And you yeah. knew, if you continued to watch and knew at that point that something's going to happen, that cage is coming down, well, then you knew who was going to win the match. And this is more of Tony Khan catering to Chris Jericho. It's whatever Jericho really wants to do. Um, did you hear that pop? Did you hear he did that get a good pop? pop? 
he got a when good pop. Kit, and they knew he was he, the the persona he was coming out for in that match. That's what that that was the big selling point to that match. Uh, mm-hmm. My my other question becomes this. Why did we need to go through all of that riffmaraff to get to the ending that we got? Okay, at the end of the night, at, at the end of the match, Jericho wins, but that's not what we see before we exit television. We see Jericho in the spiderweb pit. Yes. Psychology. And I want to point out. I want to point out his music wasn't playing, even though he was a winner. Kingston's was at the end of the show. <laughs> Did anybody else catch that? I when did he was not. Laying in the bomb wire, when he was laying in mm-hmm. the barbed wire, they hit Kingston's music. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. This is one of the. This is one of these things where, a match like this, you don't. I don't care if the guy. This would have been like okay, and they did do this, but uh, people that were on the booking committee during this time said that they should have never sent uh, Mick Foley back out after Hell in a Cell because he had to get involved in the main event that night at that pay per view of, of King of the Ring '98. Yeah. yeah so and, this, and, but those are know, different days, dude. Those correct. are different days. Correct. I, I, I worked the match with George Steele because with a. With a fractured ankle, because that's well, just no, what, what I, you did back then. No, what I'm getting at is why you know if if, the, if WWE would have thought about it, they wouldn't have sent Mick Foley back out or Mankind back out after taking that hellacious beating at Hell in a Cell. So why do we let Eddie Kingston get up after this hellacious barbaric barbed wire match and do that to Jericho? You just threw the entire purpose of that match out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did Kingston you, not look like he was injured at all compared to Jericho correct, in that match? Correct, <laughs> other than his back. Yeah. His back was yeah. bloody because he took his singlet down. At first, yeah. I was very disturbed by, see, by when I saw him take his singlet down, but then I was happy because I got why he did it. <laughs> you know, but... Um, yeah, that was smart to take the singlet down, you know, just so that the crowd can see the wounds. But, uh, yeah, Jericho just really took a hell of a lot more of a beating in that match than Kingston yeah, really. Yeah, his ass off, man. Oh, yeah. you know what we left out on the recap that's actually really important that happened earlier in the night? What? In the first 40 minutes, we saw four versions of a pile driver. Four versions of a pile driver, 40 minutes of show. That's a pile driver yeah. every 10 minutes on average. And the worst part on is three of, them, <laughs> three of them came within 20 seconds. And they pinned him and he kicked out. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, now, we do have some other news I want to report on from Wrestling News Source really quickly. Um. It is being reported at this time that they, they being AEW going into this next pay-per-view are planning on the returns of Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, and CM Punk. You do realize oh, wow. Omega, Omega himself has been on what, Twitter or whatever? Whatever he goes on, playing video games? Uh, and, Twitch. Or Twitch. I'm sorry, Twitch. That's, I use Twitch too. He, he went on Twitch 
and he uh, he he was talking about his injuries on there, talking about you know with his friends that he's playing with. How yeah, I don't know if I'll ever be able to wrestle again, and even if I do, I got to totally change my wrestling style now because the injuries are lining up. And I don't know, man. It was kind of like just him whining. Yeah, know? that's what Cornette said. It was. He, he is horrible when it comes to that, but that is, uh, that is what they're hoping will happen. And we do know that uh, Cody Rhodes is scheduled to be back at that uh, one pay-per-view we told you about that's going to happen over in Wales. So well, here's, um, a, here's a point to, to be made on that, too. Do you think WWE would let, like, uh, like, Cody Rhodes be online this whole time talking about his injury while he's no. in no. Because what what happens when you come back after you've been gone? People lose their minds, right? Well, yeah, if Kenny Omega it. keeps trying to stay a little bit in the spotlight, it, it, it diminishes that a bit. Right. It certainly does. And, you know, early on, I was a big Kenny Omega fan when I, you know, when I first had started watching him. And then I really, yeah, I really started watching his matches then, and I'm like, no, no, he's not a good wrestler because he's destroying the business. You know what I mean? Right. He does things that because he's a dick. Yeah, he just does things that just scream wrestling so fake. You know yes. when he does them. Yes. Not and there's no reason for that doesn't too, but <laughs> yeah. I really, I just. I, I, I've never met the guy, but it just from the way he handles himself, it really seems like Omega doesn't really care about the history of the business. I, I don't know. It, really. it does seem that way. You know, maybe I'll meet the guy someday and I'll be wrong. You know, maybe he'll school me. No, you don't. You hit the nail on the head. I, I think you're right. Um, well, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. The uh, breaking news out of Pinfall Wrestling Alliance or Association. I, I get them confused. It's one of the twos. PWA Springfield has announced that Miranda Gordy is coming on September 10th at Day of Reckoning. Right. Now, now, that will also be the night, um, at least from what I'm seeing at this time, that Mr. Matt Cordona will be in Springfield. And uh, the original sanctioned match for this is Spencer Powers defending the PWA Regional Heavyweight Champion against Matt Cordona. So that is going to happen September 10th. I will be in California by that time, but I wish them the best with this. Miranda Gordy, Matt Cordona, the stars of PWA. Big event for PWA down in Springfield, Illinois, on September 10th at the Street Gym in Springfield. I'm sure we will be getting... You know what the best part about that is? You You can leave in the morning. Say you get up at 8 and leave. And you can go to Springfield and have a good time and still catch the wrestling match, stay the night there, have a little fun the next day and drive home. Because Springfield's a freaking fun city. Uh, doors open at 6.30 p.m., bell time 7 p.m. 
$40 for the show ticket and a meet and greet with Cordona. Uh, we don't know if that price will include the meet and greet with Miranda Gordy or not, but uh, she will be there. And I want everybody to know that knew I was getting ready to do some stuff here in Illinois before it got fumbled. Um, I was looking at bringing her in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hell of a talent. Yep. Uh huh. So with the name, I, with a good name to go with it, Gordy. Uh, give me one second. I want to put over some events that are going on this weekend. Just give them a quick chance. And if you got to go, I know. Yeah. We, I know you got to work. I want to read this real quick. Dynamo Pro Wrestling, the 23rd in St. Louis at the Concordia Turners um, Extreme Dwarfinators, which is your midget wrestling. 721 Springfield, Missouri. 722 Blue Springs, Missouri, 723 Montgomery City, Missouri, and 724 Kansas City, Missouri. 724 Glory Pro Wrestling at the South Broadway Athletic Club in St. Louis. Micro All-Stars Wrestling um, will be the 23rd in Washington Park, Illinois. I wanna, I'm going to send this to Sinev once we're off the ground. Uh, off. Proving Ground Pro and Zero uh, One USA will return to... Um, well, this actually happened last night. We'll give them credit, though. They were at the Menard County Fair in Petersburg, Illinois, last night. And Southland Championship Wrestling, the home of the Princess of Pain, Natasha Crane, has a show the 23rd in Chebanese, Illinois, at the Chebanese Civic Center. I, I got to try that. Is that this Saturday? Yes. Man, I got to see if somebody will switch my schedule with me. I wanted to go there. Is uh, it, do you know is uh, Angus McDuff still working there? I'm gonna send you their Facebook page, um, and uh, we will uh, go from there. Um, and then this is the last part of the schedule. And then. And then. Sorry, Google Machine has to work a little bit faster for the for the Sean. Oh, or you got to get a better computer. <laughs> well, it's a good one. Uh, tonight, Second City Wrestling is in Highwood, Illinois. You might not have missed that bell time. It's a 21 and up show. I um, think that might not have started yet. Oh, you got okay. there you go. Yeah, actually, it did. It, it is in, in the ring. There's action yeah. in that ring right now. Uh, the 23rd Crash Tested Wrestling, Hobart, Indiana. Right over the border. And uh, we will we will definitely keep an eye on this um, schedule. Now, the one last thing that I want to talk about really quick is Warrior Wrestling, which was once owned by the Diocese of Chicago, um, or they had investment from them, has canceled all their upcoming events. Um, oh, wow. They had an event slated this weekend that was supposed to be a big deal. Um, Rikishi was supposed to be there. We we had a lot of um, things that were supposed to happen, and it did not. Um, that, so um, their event for the 23rd and August 20th have been canceled, and uh-huh. there is no um, no update at this time. The th- the problem is this. Um, the archdiocese no longer have funding into this project 
which means um, we need to make sure and keep an eye on this that they are giving the refunds um, that they said they would, and uh, you know, hopefully they will return. We don't like to see this happen to a promotion, but we have to make everyone aware of this. So if you're looking for wrestling this weekend, find another avenue. Uh, Rockford is going to have a show this weekend. Rockford Damage Inc. Pro Wrestling will be uh, uh, there. It is. Want to make sure I give credit where it's due here. This is where you can see Eric Freedom this weekend. Rockford, Illinois. It's Damage Inc. Pro Wrestling at the Teamsters on July 23rd with a 6:30 p.m. bell time. It will be your champion. The Cowboy, James Storm, taking on Thomas Vladimir. And new tag team champions will be crowned when IPA take on the BMI and the team of Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom, known as Revolution. So you've got a lot going on. If you want wrestling this weekend, find a way to get there. Support your great local independent wrestling uh, companies. And, buddy, uh, it's going to be a hot one here in Illinois. Katie, has it been still hot up by you? Oh, it's hot as hell. Oh, it's hot. Um, Our our weather sounds different than yours. When you guys do it, it sounds like you're really fucking frying. Like you go up into the 100-degree mark and shit. But, no, we're at 40. Yeah, we're at at least anywhere between 25 and 30 feels like 40. Yes, so um, those are your events this weekend. We do not have a uh, schedule for Wisconsin. If there's something going on in Wisconsin this weekend, go to it and come tell us about it next week. We will be back here next week. I'm going to try to line up a guest, and we'll talk more then here on the Evolution Radio Network. I am Sadistic Sean David along with my co-host. The Saltless Glitter, Finn. And the reason why this show will never be a bag of dicks, chaotic Katie, you know the drill. You turn your glasses to the bar, turn off the damn lights and get the hell out of here. You don't have to go home, but you sure as fuck can't stay here. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night.